0: Very warm welcome to the third of our business briefing podcasts. I'm John Kind and I'm delighted to introduce you to Mark Dodd and his wife Eleanor. Mark and Eleanor are the owners of the Chesil Rectory in Winchester. And they have recently launched their new venture In the Park, in Abbey Gardens, quite close to King Alfred's statue. So, Mark and Eleanor, can I start by asking you, how did you both get into hospitality? How did you get all the expertise and experience that you need? Start with you, Mark.
1: First of all, hello, John. Hello, Mark. Lovely to see you again. Um, Well, I think very much it's kind of, I'd say it's in my blood, but more of a thing that used to have to happen in order to earn money as a young person. So basically back in the days... When you needed to buy a record or whatever, you had to go and earn the money where I'm from. So I started, you know, age 14, 15, just working in a local pub doing glasses. And that's something that's really helped me out throughout my career, basically. So it's kind of accidental that I didn't get a proper job. And Eleanor?
2: Hello, hi, John. Um, And that's the same for me, really. I fell into hospitality. I was 14, 15. I needed to get some cash and I got a job as a washer-upper at my local Waffle House. And I absolutely loved it. I grafted for nine months on the pots. Before I got promoted to a waitress, and the day that I got promoted, I thought I'd gone to heaven. I loved it, and I think that's the thing about hospitality—you love it or you loathe it. And I loved it, and the rest is history.
0: But you met, I gather, in quite unusual circumstances. You came together in a particular sort of situation.
1: Yeah, so it's a quite quite an interesting story. But I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the short story as. After graduating independently, we both ended up working in a sales and marketing company for a very interesting brand of vodka that we won't mention. But um, I sort of got seconded to the company and Eleanor was their top salesperson. And I came along as sort of this, you know, kind of nightmarish person that was should be really belonging, you're fired with Alan Sugar and we had this sort of friendly rivalry. We had a love-hate relationship, we really did. So we had this friendly rivalry for a couple of years and then just became friends and then bizarrely one weekend things happened and we got married. It happened very quickly. It was very quick but very funny. So, And we've always worked together since then and we find bizarrely enough, when we've, I think there was a very short period in the 20 or so years we've been together, we didn't work together and we didn't like it very much. So
0: So let's talk about your latest venture um, in the park. Uh, Tell us all about it. What's the plan?
2: Well, in the park is a, it's a multi-zoned, multi-layered site and it really does bring together all the things that we've loved doing in the past. So it's got a fantastic restaurant, it incorporates a wonderful bottle shop and a great, a little vintage homeware section of a beautiful wine room and a bar. So really it brings together all the things that we've done in the past and enjoyed doing and bringing a little bit of magic to Winchester, hopefully.
1: Yeah, I suppose it's a bit of a greatest hits project really. So so we, we were looking at the site when unfortunately it closed down. I think one of the reasons was COVID had a big impact on certain chains. And we just thought it was such a beautiful venue that we really wanted to bring it back to life. So it is, It is is multi-layered. It's essentially a restaurant with a bottle shop that you can buy wine and drink at Corkage. But there's an art project going on. There's a training project going on. So, so there's a lot of things happening. It's definitely worth having a
0: little look at the space. Now, there's no shortage of cafes, restaurants, bars and pubs in Winchester already. What would you highlight as far as this new venture is concerned about what's so big, different and so better what makes it so distinctive
2: well one of the things that i would say is that we've really tried to create this buzzing atmosphere and this is the magic hopefully that does happen because we're all about the customer journey you know that customer That guest has probably thought, "Mm, where would I like to go on Saturday night? They've made a phone call. They've made plans. They've decided what they're going to wear, who they're going to spend it with. And that journey starts a long time before they've even walked in through the door. And I think that's what we would hope we do well, is give that warm hospitality. It's not just about the food on the plate. It's about the surroundings. It's about the hospitality, the atmosphere, the wonderful team. There's a lot going on in that one booking
0: and Mark, any particular aspects well, building just got on what Eleanor's um, just said?
1: Well, it's just got a massive glitter ball in the middle of the room, so that does it for me,
0: really. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like to explain that wonderful phrase. <laughs> I know you've got some sort of manifesto. Yeah, Tell us so, a bit more about that. So I, th- I thought
1: we would really use this as an opportunity to really engage all our staff. So, I mean, the greatest thing about what we've been doing in Winchester now, I think we've just past 13 years is we've got this amazing loyal bunch of friends and team people we've worked with and
2: indeed customers
1: yeah yeah well yes exactly and um we decided to put together sort of a rules or a manifesto document uh, with a guy called Professor Peter Lloyd. And all our key members of staff sat down and we created seven rules that are interchangeable, but things we're going to live by. So I think... Uh, so let's,
0: let briefly, let's hear about them.
1: Well, basically, they're called the park rules. Uh, number five would be respect the glitter ball, which is basically, in essence, the relationship between customers... And people that work there. So come and have a good time, but be nice to people. Enjoy yourself and don't take the mickey. Uh, You know, the future is fermenting. We just talk about um, all our wine sales, how we have fun drinking, which uh, some people enjoy quite a lot. I think we've uh, often take our work home with us.
2: (laughs) I think I think number 7 on the rule, on the manifesto is important because the park is for the people. One of the things we want us to do with Abbey Gardens and in the park is we've just wanted to engage more with our, our lovely community with Winchester, build bridges, inc- be much more inclusive than than previous businesses perhaps were there. And and we've really enjoyed doing that. Mark mentioned the mentoring program. That's something that we're going to hope to bring in next year bringing people in through hospitality. It's a great career. You know, it has a bad rep, but there's no reason for that. It's exciting and we want to bring young people through. Hmm.
1: But I think you've probably got a word for this in academia. Is it called
0: ex- experiential? Uh, uh, experiential, if experiential. I can a, say it and B spell it. <laughs> and, and that really brings me on to my next question, if I may. Can we just stand back for a moment? and get your thoughts about what it takes more generally to run a successful hospitality business. Starting first, and perhaps quite obviously, what about your thoughts on leadership and management and being able to attract, retain, and develop high caliber staff? You know, your chefs, your receptionists, your waiters, and so on. What do you do you do to make sure that the culture that you create is really productive.
1: Okay I think I better hand this one to Eleanor because historically I've been known to be a terrible manager but I think um, I think, having Eleanor as part of the business she can deal with
2: all that side. I think you have to have a bad cop and a good cop and I think we're a family business and that in itself is really important because we're not a great big corporation. We don't have huge backers and there's not endless committees. If the team come and talk to us and we listen most importantly and we listen to what they say we can make decisions and change up policies and take on board all their views very very quickly and that's key people want to be listened to people want to feel part of a team and we're a family business they've become our family Mm. and that's Mm. lovely
1: Mm. it's 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 really nice uh, um the latest project you know, having having our children both grown up here now, we're employing people's kids that went to nursery with our kids. And it it's it's a very unique situation now. It mm. makes it a lot of fun. I mean, working with young people just keeps you really, really on the ball. It's a lot of fun. And and if you're good. You know, the progression and the rewards with in hospitality are very high. You know, it's not just to be considered as something to do before I go off to college. You know, you can make a really good career out of it, but you've got
0: to love to do
1: it. And is there
0: anything special that you do to attract staff? Because as you will know, much more than me, Getting staff, especially in hospitality, is not straightforward at the moment. It's so getting do you much ha- worse. have any particular approaches to attracting staff? Well, you know, we
1: we have this thing where we don't employ janitors, yeah. We don't just because you've got a bit set of keys to the building, it doesn't make you the janitor of the building. And we really, really encourage people to continue their journey. So there's a lot of training, there's a lot of opportunities to continue. It's a lot of fun as well.
2: But there's also, we also really encourage people to be their own person, to have a personality. We're not trying to mould anyone into a particular shape or a particular attitude. What we want, we want individuals. And actually, that's really important, isn't it? That each one has a personality and brings that to the party.
0: Mm. So just to summarise, when you're seeking to attract the the sort of staff that you need, what, what do you look for? When you see somebody for the first time, possibly in an interview setting, what captures your interest? Nor-
2: normally, within the first 30 seconds of meeting someone, you know whether or not they're going to fit. And actually, we're looking for people, genuine people that, that really do care about the customer experience. They, We stick to our guns. You know, we, are, we, we really don't try to mould people and say there's not a set set question and a set answer, you know within 30 seconds whether or not someone's going to make it. And it's usually all about attitude and personality.
0: Just thinking about the Winchester business scene generally, Mm -hmm. and somebody who hasn't worked and traded in Winchester before, what advice would you give to a business generally if they were contemplating coming into the centre of Winchester to make their presence felt? Possibly not in hospitality.
2: I think you need to engage with the local community in a big, big way and understand the market. Um, You have to stick to your guns, you have to be very sure about what you wanna do and, and know your customer.
1: I think so and also get a good accountant and do your sums because you know sometimes a good idea doesn't necessarily make a good strong business a lot of a uh, you know a lot of independents can cope with that owner-occupier kind of thing where they're working all the time But, you know, if you want to have a bit of time off and get the work-life balance right, you've got to make sure it's a profitable business.
2: We are still not getting it right (laughs) with work-life balance. We're just completely all consumed with walking, talking, living, breathing our business. And we've got two boys, two teenage boys. So, you know, it's it's an ongoing struggle to get that one right. And, yeah, we had a really tough time at the beginning when we started our journey 13, 14 years ago with our business. But just about just about getting it right now, aren't we?
0: And just to bring all this together, if we were having another conversation in about two or three years' time, what would you like to be saying about In the Park?
1: Oh, this is interesting. Um, one of... The things we really really want to do there is train young people so you know hospitality vocational courses they seem to you know people make a lot of noise about them but in Winchester they're the sort of things that their children's don't go on they go to university so what I'd like to see is in two years time we can go for brunch and it'll be run exclusively by 18 year olds.
0: I look forward very much to that happening uh, in in the middle of 2023. Excellent. Well, that's it. Thank you very much indeed, thank you. Mark thank and you. Eleanor, for providing such an inspirational account of what you've achieved so far. And thank you very much for listening to all of this, all the BID members in the BID community. And I'll be talking next time to uh, Ross Garcia, who runs his own hairdressing salon in Southgate Street. Uh, And he'll be with Sarah Wheeler, who is described as Ross's artistic director and social media guru. So uh, watch this space. So until then, all the very best and have a good summer.